if you're a servant of the king, you're in his kingdom. That means you get to partake of that power and glory. He's going to shed it over you. Amen. Praise God. What a wonderful job by our music and, and choir today. Let's give them a hand. We appreciate our guest singers being with us today, singing with us. Thank you, sister, for being there. We're glad to see all of our people. It's good to see Sister Crystal Napier with us this morning. Glad to see them. I think she's back. Yeah, she's back there. I thought I saw her this morning. Glad for all our visibility. Jerry, you guys, it's so good to see you all this morning. Appreciate it. Let's give all our visitors a hand for our, I, I shouldn't even start naming names, but so glad to just see everybody in the house of the Lord this morning. We love every one of you. Glad you're here with us and hope you'll be blessed. I'm ready for the word of God today and thankful for this man. Uh, he's been preaching the word uh, for, for a lot of years and still preaching the word. And I'm thankful that he has been an example in my life and always had a voice in mine and my wife's life and appreciate him and Sister Carol so much. Brother Larry, come preach to us this morning. We're thankful for him. Know he's going to do a great job. Hallelujah, somebody. How many believes in praising the Lord? Amen. Let everything that hath breath God's word said, praise ye the Lord. Amen. I am so very thankful to be here today in this great congregation. Turn to somebody and say, you're great. Because you got God in you, see. <laughs> praise the Lord. God is so good. I tell you what, I'm so thankful. I want to say to our pastor and his precious wife, they are the best, aren't they, church? Come on, put your hands together. They are the best. Somebody said, Brother Phillips, where do you go to church? I said, I go to the best church in the whole state of Georgia. I said, no, that's wrong. They said, yeah, I go to church in the, in the best one in the whole United States. I said, that's wrong too. I said, I go to the best church in the whole wide world. <laughs> I finally got it right. God is so good, and I'm so thankful today. I really am uh, to be able to come before a congregation like this that has such great teaching and preaching. And uh, while the brothers are giving out the blue ribbons. If you will do that for me quickly. If you need some help, give some to somebody else maybe and let's get rid of all these blue ribbons out here. Say, Brother Phillips, you mean I'm going to get a blue ribbon? You sure are. <laughs> and while you're turning in your Bibles, and once you get your blue ribbon first, hold on to your blue ribbon. Don't lose it. Hang on to it the whole time my ministering day. Is that all right? Praise the Lord. I'm going to be reading from the book of Numbers chapter 15. Numbers chapter 15. I'm going to kind of wait till you get all these blue ribbons given out here. Again, Pastor, thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate it so much. Amen. I, I have uh, been preaching for over 50 years, almost 51 years. And uh, there's nothing like the present. Believe me, I've... You know, all the messages of all those years, Sister Candy, there's nothing more important than this one right here today. That's right. That's <laughs> amen. Not because it's such a great message or a messenger, because, amen, it's, it's current. And I need to preach to you today. I really do. I've been praying about this, asking God to give me directions and what to preach. 
And I feel like the Lord gave me this. I, I, I really do. Uh, reading in God's Word. And I feel like the Lord gave me this right here. How many has got the blue ribbon? Raise your hand. Everybody got a blue ribbon? All right, hang on to it, okay? Let me read from, please, from Numbers, the 15th chapter. And let me begin reading at verse 32. And while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man gathering sticks upon the Sabbath day. And they that found him gathering sticks brought him unto Moses and Aaron and unto all the congregation. And they put him in ward because it was not declared what should be done to him. And the Lord said unto Moses, The man shall be utterly put to death. Wow. All the congregation shall stone him with stones without the camp. And all the congregation brought him without the camp and stoned him with stones. And he died as the Lord had commanded Moses. Now after this was done, after this man was gathering sticks on the Sabbath day, which was wrong, he was not supposed to be doing that. But let me read for you now. And the Lord said to Moses in verse 37, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and, and bid them that they make them fringes in the borders of their garments throughout their generations, and that they put upon the fringe of the borders, everybody say, a ribbon of blue. A ribbon of blue. And it shall be unto you for a fringe, and that you may look upon it and remember that you may look upon it and remember, that you may look upon it and remember all the commandments of the Lord and do them, and that you seek not after your own heart and your own eyes after which you used to go a-whoring, that you may remember. Everybody say, remember. Turn your neighbor and say, remember. That you may remember and do all my commandments and be holy unto your God. I am the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt to be your God. I am the Lord your God. And I would like to read also, if I could please, Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Let me get back over here to Deuteronomy. Now, I know Deuteronomy's in here somewhere. Somebody hang on. <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter 8 let me read if I can please verse 1 and 2 Deuteronomy 8 verse 1 and 2 Deuteronomy 8 verse 1 and 2 and all the commandments which I command thee this day shall you observe to do and that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers and thou shalt remember everybody say remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these forty years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thine heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. And then verse 11 through verse 19. I know I'm doing a lot of reading, but just hang on for me if you would. Verse 11 says, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Lest when thou hast eaten and are full, and hast built goodly houses, and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, 
and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied. Then thine heart be lifted up, and thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. And verse 18 says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy fathers, as it is this day. And if I could read, please, Second Peter. If I could turn to Second Peter chapter 3 and verse 1. Second Peter chapter 3 and verse 1. Now, you would think I would have folded that up, but I didn't. Second Peter, chapter 3 and verse 1. This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I stir up your minds by way of remembrance. I'd like to preach a while today on this thought, the ribbon of blue. Everybody say it with me, ribbon of blue. Let me see your ribbon of blue out there. Hold on to it, okay? Pastor, please pray for me if you would, please. Thank you, Jesus, for your goodness, Lord. God, for your greatness, your greatness. Everybody said amen. And you may be seated today. God bless you. The ribbon of blue. And that blue means, uh, ribbon of blue means a rem- remembering. I like to start, first of all, by saying that, that man is prone to forget. Yeah. And I'm sure all the ladies would say amen. <laughs> My forgetter is getting better all the time. I promise you, if you don't believe that, ask Sister Phillips. She'll tell you, my forgetter is getting better all the time. Tie a string around my finger to go to the store and get something. When I get there, I wonder, what's this string doing on my finger, you know? So I have to make a call back to the house. Honey, now, what did you say, get? And she tells me, and sometimes I call back. Well, anyway, man's got a memory problem. And my memory <laughs> is certainly getting worse every day. I promise you it is. Amen. But anyway... Uh, Man has a memory problem dating all the way back to the Garden of Eden, to Adam and Eve. When God said unto them, you may freely eat of all the trees of the garden, but the tree that's in the midst of the garden, which is the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat of it, nor shall you touch it, for in the day that you do or eat of it, you shall surely die. Now, I wondered about that that day when Adam and Eve ate, did they die that day? And I got thinking, no, because one day is with the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years in one day. Adam lived to be 900, wasn't 30 years of age. But anyway, the penalty for eating was death, absolute death. And what happened there in the garden, they forgot to remember what God said. And let me say this morning, my might, that we also forget what God said. Amen. We forget what God said, and we need to remember Amen. What God said to do. Amen. Our problem today is a memory problem, Pastor. It's a memory problem. Amen. We forget. Amen. We forget to remember. And amen. And that word remember means to recall or put back in front of you. And I don't want to ever forget, though, what God 
did for me and how God brought me out of a world of sin. How about you today? Amen. I don't ever forget that. Praise God. He brought me a long, long ways. Amen. A long, long ways he did. Uh, my life is uh, coming up. Even though I was a preacher's kid, I brought shame. I know my dad many times, he would say, son, don't bring reproach on my ministry, son. And I would go out and I'd do things I know that was displeasing to him and to God and everything. And I knew that. I knew it. But yet I would do it anyway. And the reason I did it anyway, because I was a sinner. Come on, I was a sinner. Hey, I got news for you. You did some things too when you were a sinner. Is that right? Amen. We did those things when we were sinners. We need to remember, though. We need to remember and put back in front of us and recall, amen, all these things that, amen, we did and try not to ever do them again. Amen. Never to do them again. Praise God. There's a story that I read a long time ago, and I want to kind of relay it to you if I can this morning. But it's a story of a Persian prince uh, who came to royalty from the lowly life of being just a little shepherd boy. He tended the sheep and the shepherd boy. And anyway, finally, years later on, he was elevated to the place of a prince. But anyway, this shepherd, this shepherd that became a prince had a special room in his mansion called the Chamber of Memory. And in this Chamber of Memory, he kept the clothes that he wore as a shepherd. He kept the staff that he wore as a shepherd. And once in a while, he'd go back to that chamber of memory and look at those, that staff. And he would look at the, uh, the clothes of a shepherd. And he would thank God, God, you brought me all the way to a prince. God's brought you a long, long ways out there. I'll tell you again, God has brought us a long, long ways. Come on, a long, long ways. God brought you. I'm telling you, and he's not just going to bring us a long ways. He's going to take us all the way in. Hallelujah. One day, you hear me, one day I'm going to shout on streets of gold. Hallelujah. The street in front of my house is paved with gold. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Brother, I probably mean, I see you will be up and down on Glory Avenue. Praise God. And I won't have a bad knee problem anymore. I mean, you can run all over, praise God, up and down Glory Avenue. Woo, hallelujah. Amen. We get the ready to go. Praise God. How many is ready to go? If you're not ready to go, get ready to go. Do it today. Amen. Praise God. Let me get to this ribbon of blue here. I got to get there, okay? All right. But the the shepherd became a prince, had this chamber of memory. And he wanted to remember. Let me tell you about remembrance. Here's just a few things that God said remember. I jotted them down. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 1 says, Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Why? Because, listen, church, if we'll put it into our children when they're little. I looked over there in the worship part, and I looked at Alex. Ethan, not quite as bold as Alex is, but they're both precious. And I saw his little hands lifted toward heaven. 
and tears running down his eyes. And he said, Papa, he said, if I, if I can't, he said, Mom, don't get to go. He said, I'll walk all the way to church just to hear you preach tomorrow morning. Oh, let me tell you something, friend. Amen. That's worth gold. That's worth gold and silver and all everything you can imagine. Praise God. I've got a family here that's standing behind me. There's one standing right there, Brother Colin. Beth, where are you? There you are. Amen. My precious wife, she's always for me and standing right here with me. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Hallelujah. When I was, I told you this probably a dozen times from this pulpit I've been here, but when I was little, um, my dad did not come to me and say, son, would you like to go to church this morning? No, he did not. Get out of that bed, boy. <laughs> You're going to church today. <laughs> Amen. Remember now the creating days of thy youth. Luke 17, verse 37, something that God said, remember, remember Lot's wife. Everybody say, remember Lot's wife. Everybody say, why? Because she had already been delivered out of Sodom. And the angel had said, don't look back. Don't look back. And Sodom was burning, amen. Sodom and Gomorrah was burning, being destroyed by God. And God had already delivered her and Lot out of there. But as she was going along, somewhere along the way, she turned and she looked back. Let me tell you something. That message is to you and I today. There is no reason to ever look back out in that world. Amen. That world is nothing but problems. There's nothing but trials. There's nothing but tribulations. I'm telling you, don't look back. Turn your neighbors. They don't look back. Don't look back. She became a pillar of salt. Remember Lot's wife. She looked back. I don't care how hard it gets. Don't look back. Galatians two and verse ten says, "Remember the poor." And I certainly want to do that because I was I wasn't brought up in a, a rich home. We struggled. My dad struggled. He worked in the mill, uh, and then he worked at the grocery store after he got out of the mill. Two o'clock, he'd go and work till, and sometimes we would paint. As a, a little boy, uh, this high, I learned to paint. I'm a good painter. Honey, am I a good painter? She said, yes. She said, no. But I'm a good painter because my dad... Amen. Taught me how to paint. And he said, son, said, you can't paint with a dry brush. That's a good message right there. But that'll be another day, okay? <laughs> another day on that one. Can't paint with a dry brush. But anyway, he taught me those things. Taught me. And I had a lot of good training from my dad. Can I talk about my dad just a little bit? Praise God. I believe with everything within me that he's in the portals of glory with God. I heard him pray often, call my name. I know I've said this before. He called my name many times. And I told you this before, too. He always preached out the hog pen right below it. Not many people want to go around the hog pen. Anybody know why? Raise your hand if you know why. Come on, if you know why. Sure not Chanel number five. <laughs> but he would go down there. And I would go down past him. I would sneak way down behind him. 
not hear him call my name. And I'm so thankful. And listen, parents, your children need to hear you call their name to the Lord. Am I right, everybody? Call their name to the Lord. They might, hey, your children may be 50, 60 years old, gone, maybe kids of their own, but you still need to call their name to the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now here's another good one right here. Hebrews 3 and verse 13, verse 7 says, Remember them that have the rule over you, for they watch for your souls. Pastor, thank you for preaching the way you preach. Thank you for teaching the way that you teach. Thank you for watching for my soul. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. You're a great pastor. I'll tell you what. Amen. I love you. love that man right there. You love his precious wife. Hallelujah. We've got the best in the whole wide world up here. He's watching for our souls, though. He watches for our soul. Amen. I'm so thankful that he does. He said, remember the commandments, all of them. They are not ten suggestions, but they are ten commandments of God. Everybody say amen to that. And I believe we need to remember the lost. Every person that you meet on the street, in Walmart, in Kroger, Ingalls, or wherever you may go, everybody you meet, listen to me, as you meet them, they're either on their way to heaven or they're on their way to hell. They're either saved or they're lost. Amen. We need to remember that. I was, um, where was I? See, talking about forgetful. Hang on just a minute. Everybody say, hang on just a minute. Find out where we were yesterday. Where was we yesterday? She'll remember. <laughs> Woo, that's a good one right there now. Regardless of where I was, I told you all my forgetters getting better. Regardless of where I was, I looked around and I saw people of every color. And I thought, dear God in heaven, Lord, these people are people that were made in your image, in your likeness. These are people, dear God, that have problems. And you know what? You never know what a person's going through. You know that? You never know what they're going through. Amen. But they're, if they're lost, that's a terrible thing to say, lost. Lost means, means separation from God. Amen. And, and to think that to be lost, to hear God say, I never knew you. You work of iniquity. I never, depart from me. I never did know who you were. Help us to remember the lost. Help us to remember these commandments. Dear God, help us to remember the days of old. He said, remember the days of old. And let me tell you something right now. If I can, in the book of Deuteronomy. My brother, Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 9, and then 6, 10 through 12, and then 8, uh, 11 through 14. But the days of old, I appreciate the days of old. <laughs> Can I tell you something? If we've ever need to get back to something, when I was brought up in church, there was more weeping and crying. Oh, yes, we shouted once in a while. But I tell you one thing. Brother Shannon, we were brought up where there was weeping and crying. 
You weren't ashamed to cry in the altar. You weren't ashamed, amen, for tears to flow down your eyes. You didn't care what somebody thought about your tears because you were talking to God and God saw your tears and God understands what tears are. Oh God, the days of old. I can remember at the Milstead Church, brother, and I, I used to, when I'd get off from work, I'd go, and we didn't lock the church in those days. Church wasn't locked. I had a key, but it just wasn't locked. And I would go in, and it's already dark, and I would kneel in the altar, and I'd start praying. And I promise you before the Lord God, as I was praying one night, there was something behind me. I could feel a presence. I wasn't afraid. I just knew, and I felt like it was an angel of God, but I couldn't turn around and look. I felt like it was an angel of God there that was watching over me. Oh, God, let's get back to the old days. Everybody say old time. Come on, old days. Come on. Back when you first got in church. Back when you were thankful God brought you out of a world of sin. Come on now. God brought you a long ways. Let's go back to that time and thank God for bringing us out of a world of sin. He said, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Keep it holy. We not only keep the Sabbath day holy, but we are commanded to keep every day holy. Every day holy is to us. We keep them all holy. Back to the days of old, Moses in Deuteronomy 4 and 9 said what? What did he say? Only take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, and lest they depart from thine heart all the days of thy life. But teach them thy sons and thy sons' sons. In Deuteronomy 6, verse 10 through 12. And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he sware unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not. Verse 11. And houses full of gold, full of all good things, excuse me, which thou fillest not. And wells dig which you didn't dig, vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant, when thou shalt have eaten and are full. Then beware. Everybody say, beware. Let me say, stop right there. You may come into a fortune. You may come to where you are wealthy. You may come to a place where you got money in the bank. And you don't even keep check on how much because you got some. But let me tell you something, beware and don't forget the Lord thy God. They gave you the power to get wealth. Forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt and from the house of bondage. Dear God in heaven. And then Deuteronomy chapter 8. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 11 through 14. Then beware, excuse me, beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandments and his judgments and his statutes which I command thee this day. Verse 12. Lest when thou have eaten and are full and hast built goodly houses and dwelt therein, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply, and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied, and all that thou hast is multiplied. 
He said, but beware, then thine heart be lifted up. And thou forget the Lord thy God, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. What God is saying, don't forget where I brought you from. Don't forget where I brought you from. Hallelujah. Now getting to this ribbon of blue. Amen. This ribbon of blue is nothing but a memory. Every time I look at this string, it's a memory. I told you man's got a memory problem. Goes back a long, long ways. But God said, I'm going to help you remember. I'm going to give you a ribbon of blue to put on the fringe of your garments. Every time you look down the fringe, you're going to see that ribbon of blue. And when you look at that ribbon of blue, it's going to remind you, first of all, why you are here. And let me tell you something. When you enter these, that, those doors back there, whether it's there, here, what have you, you need to jerk that thing out and say, Dear God, I'm here not to gossip. I'm not here, Lord, to look on everybody's hairdo or what they're wearing. Dear God, I am here to worship the Lord my God, and I will worship him. Hallelujah. That's why we're here, to worship the Lord thy God and to hear the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. The ribbon of blue. The ribbon of blue. And every time you look at this ribbon of blue, when you come in the house of God, it's going to remind you, I said, why you're here. It's going to remind you to obey the Lord. Look at it and you're going to say, I've got to obey the Lord. Hey, ladies, put it in your purse. Men, put it in your billfolds. Wherever you go, every time you maybe go to the store and open that billfold and see it, it's to remind you of you've got to worship God. You've got to obey the Lord. You've got to obey the Lord. Come on, everybody. And every time you look at it, it's going to remind you to obey the Lord. It's going to remind you, amen, to praise and worship the Lord. Shame on us if we come to the house of God and sit like this the whole time. I'd be afraid God would strike me that way. You all need to pray for me while I'm preaching too, okay? Let me go on here. Amen. I look at this blue ribbon, ribbon of blue, and it's going to remind me that God brought me out so he could bring me in. Now, I told you already, he's brought me out of a world of sin. I did some things I was absolutely ashamed of. Now, I would not dare to go and tell you the places I've been, the things I've done as a sinner. But thank God one day, God, amen, he caught me. Amen. He ran down, he ran after me. How that song goes, how does it go, Sister Candy? He down, down those narrow ways, and finally he caught it with me. He caught it with me. Amen. He caught it with me. And he brought me, brought me to an old-fashioned altar one day. And I never was so glad to be at that altar. I prayed. I squalled. I bawled. I'm telling you, I squalled some more and bawled some more. Precious people of God patting me on the shoulder. Lord, bless brother there, Lord God. I cried that much more. But every time you look at this blue, it's going to remind you to be holy. Come on now. Maybe before you leave the house, you ought to. Oh, yeah. Got to be holy. Everybody say be holy. Remind you to be holy. Anybody believe in holiness? Raise your hand. Come on, you believe in holiness. I believe in holiness unto the Lord. 
Amen. I believe in dressing right, but I believe in having a heart that's right first. Amen. If you got it right in here, it'll make it right everywhere else. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you about the color of blue. Royal blue, especially. Uh, blue is a symbol of royalty, especially royal blue. And we have been made what? Kings and priests unto God. Look at somebody and say, why, you're a king. Somebody said, why, well, you're a priest. Come on, that's what God said. He made us kings and priests unto God. Okay? Hang on. Everybody say, hang on. Blue is a symbol of royalty. We've made kings and priests unto God. Blue is a symbol of healing. And every time you, if you don't feel good, just get that little blue cloth out, this little blue ribbon out. And remember, everybody say, remember. He said, I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. Come on, I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. Come on, I am the Lord thy God that healeth thee. If you will do that, every time you've got a headache, reach in and grab that blue ribbon and say, God, you said you were my healer. Now, Lord, heal me in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blue is a symbol of healing. It's a symbol of healing. Amen. Praise God. I was in the Cracker Barrel one day, and this lady come up to me. She knew I was a preacher. And she said, Brother Phil said, Would you pray for me? And I said, Sure, I, said, I sure will, sister. I remember you in prayer. She said, I mean now. Talking about all those people around. Praise God. What could I do? I said, Amen. I laid my hands on her and prayed for her. Amen. In Jesus' name. People gathered all around looking, Amen, staring. But that's all right. Come on, that's all right. I'd do it again. Praise God. I would do it again. I hope you would do it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll pray for you later. Uh uh-uh, uh, now. Said, yes, ma'am. Praise God. Hallelujah. Blue is a symbol of, of dedication and consecration. Anybody remember the name Audie Murphy? He wrote a he, he was in World War II and he went through that war. And when he got out, he wrote a book called The Hell and Back. It was about all his experiences in World War II. But this man, Audie Murphy received the Congressional Medal of Honor, and it's blue, by the way. He stood upon the tank, and when all those German soldiers were everywhere around, a lot of his unit was already gone. There he stood there, fighting the enemy. Sometimes you've got to fight the enemy when you're all alone. Come on, when nobody else is around, when pastor's not here or not around, come on now. Amen. Maybe your husband gone, wife's gone. you got to fight that enemy by yourself. But I'm telling you, use the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. I, amen. I am victorious. Praise God. I am a winner. Praise God. I'm not a loser. Hallelujah. I am a child of God. Amen. I said I'm a child of God. That reminds me. Anybody got you blue? Okay. I pray 
And I pray it's, it's my hope. Not just for you to remember this message, but to remember the ribbon of blue and what I read for you over there in the book of Numbers, the 15th chapter. Let me read again for you. He's talking about put the, this blue ribbon on the fringe of your board of your garments. He said, a ribbon of blue. And it shall be unto you as you look upon it and remember it. All the commandments of the Lord, do them that you seek not your own heart and your own eyes at which you used to go whoring, but that you may remember. Everybody say, remember and do all my commandments and be holy unto your God. I'm going to put mine in my billfold. Ladies, put yours in your purse or whatever it is you care, or a little thing, I don't know, you know, whatever it is, whatever. And then when you, you go to the Walmart and going to pay the bill, oh, the blue. Oh, by the way, Mr. Cashier, or Mr. Cashier, where do you go to church? By the way, before you even answer, we got the best church in the whole wide state, whole wide United States, whole wide world. Where is it at? I'd love to tell you. Amen. Praise God. Look at the blue. Everybody said the blue. The ribbon of blue. Have I made any sense to you about this? Ribbon of blue. It's going to remind you. It's going to remind you to worship the Lord. It's going to remind you when you walk in this building. What am I here for? To worship and praise God and to hear this great man of God bring the word of God. Now I'm out here, I'm here also as being a brother to my brother and sisters in the Lord. Amen. I know sometimes it's not it's hard to get everybody's hand before they leave out. One time when I was pastor in Monroe, Georgia, this couple came and I trying to get around everybody and I saw that person his wife leave out and they was getting in his truck man I went dashing through the door as hard as I could go ran all the way up to the truck I just reached and opened it up I said brother I want to tell you I sure appreciate you being here today you mean you ran all the way out here to tell me that? Yeah, man. I'd have chased you down the street if I had to. Listen, church. Visitors does not need to leave this building. And you do your best to get to them and shake their hand and say, thank you so much for coming and worshiping with us today. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So the ribbon of blue will remind you Every time. Maybe it reminds you of some of the things I've told you today. Ribbon of blue. And Moses told us lots of things about not forgetting the Lord thy God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt. I brought you out that I could bring you in. Don't forget the Lord. You know, it's so easy, church. Listen to me. I know. 
after 50, almost 51 years of living for God. Sometimes, it's, sometimes you can just be so caught up that you forget about the Lord. But now I've got a ribbon of blue. Got me a ribbon of blue. We have a great church. And we've got some great things to look forward to. I believe, I've told you this from this pulpit before, but I believe there will be a day, and you will see it, when there will not be a single place unoccupied in this auditorium. And brother, you know what the problem is? Pastors going to be saying, go back there and say, say, get some of those chairs. We need chairs in the auditorium. And after they fill all the back, they'll fill them all up here. And next thing you know, we'll have to put them all on the platform. Maybe you say, I, don't, I believe that. I said, I believe that's going to happen. I believe it will happen, church. Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you believe? Help me believe. Believe that God will do those things. Well, that's it. <laughs> I think I've been preached. Ooh. Have I infringed on dinner time yet? Somebody said, oh, okay. That's right. Had this couple visit one time, and it was already about midnight. They was getting up to leave. And I said, hey, you, just, you know, it's just, you aren't got to leave. He said, oh, okay. Come back over and sit back down. Got me and my big loud. <laughs> I want to talk to the brothers just a minute. The Bible says, husbands, love your wives, even as Christ loved the church. I want every husband to look at me and listen to me. Hold up your blue ribbon. When you get home from work tomorrow afternoon or whenever it is, you go in your house, and this is what you sing to your wife. Little Miss Red Riding Hood, you sure are looking good. You're the best looking thing that a big bad wolf could want. <laughs> Can pray for me, okay? <laughs> well, I, what I'm trying to tell you, brethren, love your wife. Let her know she's precious. Let her know she's special. Tell her she's beautiful. Let's see if my wife is still with me back there. <laughs> she ain't left yet, has she? Okay. If I did wrong, I'm sorry, brother. Okay. Would you stand with me? A pastor's going to dismiss, but I want you to stand with me, please. Let's keep this blue ribbon handy. And remember, and read once in a while, Numbers chapter 15, and read what it says about this blue ribbon of blue. Keep it 
Once in a while, like I said, look in, look in your purse or billfold, pull it out. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Ribbon of blue. It'll help you to walk right before God. Help you to talk right before God. Help, it'll help you love your neighbor. Help you to love God more than anything else. Let's lift our hands and praise Him right now, shall we? Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this service today, dear God. We thank you, Lord, for all the beautiful things you have done. We thank you, Lord, that you give us, dear God, the ribbon of blue, that we may remember you first of all, that we may remember, dear God, where you brought us from out of that terrible world of sin and placed us into your great mighty kingdom, Jesus. Oh, God in heaven, bless each family represented here today. Bless every person, dear God, whoever they may be. I pray, God, for my pastor here today, Sister Candy, dear God, that you would just, God, bless them in such a special way, Lord, and a greater anointing than he's ever even dreamed of. Help us to be more like you in every way. Help us to be rapture ready for that great day, dear God, when you come and take us all away. I want to be ready. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. The Lord's good to us. And one of my favorite scriptures is where the apostle wrote, Call to remember, to remembrance the former days. And after that you are illuminated, how you endured. And I remember coming into the church and when that light first came on, it would nothing could turn you around. Nothing could stop you. Sometimes over time, we'll kind of forget that passion. So I like to look back at things. Hey, we do it all the time. We buy souvenirs when we go somewhere so we can remember the good time we had. And uh, that blue ribbon, it's just one of the things I've got in my Bible. I, they, they gave us these because of the times this year. I noticed Sister Crystal had hers in her Bible back there. Remember the, so we'd remember to pray for the missionaries and pray for the gospel being spread around the world. I've got a prayer cloth in there that, uh, from Brother Mangan that I keep all the time just to remember different things. I've got ties and handkerchiefs that I don't wear and I don't use, but they remind me of my pastor. That, And when I look at them, I think of him and remember words that he said to me. But there's one thing, even if you don't have that ribbon of blue with you, Whenever you look at this book, you can remember that there's a word, that there's a God that loves me and gave himself for me today. Aren't you thankful for the Lord today? Praise God. Let's lift our hands and praise him one more time. Come on, call to remembrance the former days. Don't you remember where he brought you from? Oh, let's worship the Lord in this house for a moment. If you want to come pray in this altar this morning, why don't you come out and just step around this altar and thank God for where he brought you from. Remember him this morning. Stir up your memory. Stir up those memories of how it felt when God filled you with the Holy Ghost, when he washed your sins away, when he called you into the ministry. Come on. I'll never praise you Come on, saints, let's remember the Lord.
take somebody by the hand and lift it up to heaven right now. Find somebody, get with them. Take them by the hand and lift it up to heaven. Hallelujah. You know what? Every one of us has got a testimony, and that's a reminder of what God can do. Let's lift our hands and pray. Pray for the one that you're holding on to right now. That God would bless them. That they would never forget how much God loves them. That they'll never forget what God's done for them. Pray that they'll remember how good the Lord is. about those reminders and sometimes you'll hear that contest or something that they'll give out a blue ribbon and it's for best in show that means whatever that was whether it's some kind of dog show or whatever it was if they won best in show they they were the top in every category they beat everybody they, they, they didn't just win one or two they were the best in show let me tell you something I know we're not dogs but we're best in show when we line up to God's word and we receive that mercy and grace in life we are we show exactly what God can do when you came out of the, out of sin and darkness and filth and all that stuff and you testify about it and you live your life for God you're you're just showing what God can do when you live your life Looking at that blue ribbon, you're best in show because you're showing people that God has mercy 
on people that didn't deserve mercy. That God calls people and makes them worthy who wasn't worthy. That, that he, can, he can take a, a mess, like they say, and make a miracle out of it. And I look across after pastoring a church for almost 12 years now, and some of you I see. And when I see you, it reminds me of what God can do. I've seen some of you in hard situations, and then I see you still worshiping God. It reminds me. It's just like that ribbon of blue, Brother Larry. That testimony, it reminds me that, hey, you were down, but you didn't give up, and God brought you through, and, and it reminds me. It encourages me. So you, that's what it is. It, it reminds you. And you know, the thing about that ribbon of blue is I could see you coming toward me. I could see it. It didn't have to be on my garment. It was... You know how many people walk around looking like this? You're going to run into stuff. Yeah. So always be mindful of where the Lord brought you from. And always be mindful of the people that helped get you there. Praise God. Always be thankful and grateful for the people God puts in your life. The Lord's good to us. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you in everything that you do. Have a wonderful rest of this day prayer tomorrow night at seven o'clock hope to see you here we love you and you can be dismissed in jesus name god bless you today be sure to let brother larry know what a great job he did today god bless you